0: Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of the Duval Dems podcast. Uh, Today, we have Attorney Wayne Hogan and State Senator Audrey Gibson uh, joining us on a discussion about distracted driving. Uh, This is a topic that doesn't get enough attention as it should. Uh, It affects Floridians every single day. Uh, This year alone, uh, we have had, I apologize, 2020 alone, we've had over 308 deaths associated with distracted driving. Uh, 2,756 of them um, have been uh, with bodily injuries Uh, and to date uh, we have had a total of 48,537 crashes in the state dealing with distracted driving. Um, So it's a problem that we need to deal with uh, and hopefully we can get into the meat of the discussion as to how we can avoid these casualties in the future. So mm-hmm. Senator Gibson, you've been uh, outspoken about this issue, particularly in the legislature. Why don't you talk us through this?
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much uh, for having having me, Daniel. And, um, and certainly um, I am the state senator for District 6, but I also um, work part-time at Terrell Hogan Law Firm. So um, I'm excited to be able to to join on with Wayne. And you mentioned some of the data, um, and frankly, there's always been some forms of distracted driving um, and distractions while driving, like trying to give a toy or a bottle to an unhappy child in the back seat of the car. I admit, I did it when my kids were growing up, not thinking about pulling over to handle it, right? Um, Because we want to, in the moment, take care of the situation, Today we have um, even more uh, distractions. We have more pets in cars. And in case you haven't noticed, I have nothing against cats and dogs or rabbits for that matter. But um, the, the the cats or the dogs are hopping from the front seat to the back seat. And even worse than that, they're si- standing, not sitting, standing in the lap of the driver while they're looking out the window and wagging their tail in front of the driver's face, right? So that is a huge distraction. Um, And also we have multiple devices to um, seem calling us out as soon as we get in the car, right? So um, never mind that you were in the house all day, it's just something happens when you get ready to get in the car, somebody calls you, you're behind the wheel and you start a verbal conversation on a device as you begin to pull out of the driveway and continue driving and then potentially up the street, you may get this print message, also known as a text message. Um, certainly, probably one of the most deadly um, things to engage in. No, the most deadly to engage in is texting while driving. So, just danger after danger that um, attorney Wayne Hogan has been on the forefront, sounding the alarm about. Um, and I'm gonna turn it over to him. And sometimes we have agreed on, like, Primary stop, no primary stop, but the good news is um, uh, he sets me straight and uh, he's gonna let us know how um, he's been speaking out and how extremely dangerous um, being distracted can be. Wayne. Well,
2: thank you very much, Audrey. I appreciate it. And of course, uh, have always appreciated your work <laughs> with us here at uh, Terrell Hogan. And separately then the important work that you do in the state Senate. Uh, for the people of uh, this area, but also all across the state, and one of those things is dealing with the topic of distracted driving. Uh, from the standpoint of our law firm, the way we got involved in this concern, where our phrase is uh, "one text recall call can wreck it all," uh, was through a friend of mine, a lawyer in Pennsylvania. He and his wife lost their daughter, who was working a summer job over uh, near in New Jersey crossing the street in the crosswalk, doing what she was supposed to be doing, and a person was fiddling with a device in their car, never saw her, and killed her. And they decided to try to make something good out of something bad. And so they began with enddistractivedriving.org in the schools. And over um, the past several years across the nation, we've reached uh, over half a million students in the classroom. But it also occurred to me that We as adults uh, have a role to play and there are many more of us and these devices have kind of crept up on us in our lives. And the next thing we knew, there we were uh, driving a car, doing something that we've never been trained to do and that is look at at a telephone at the same time that we're driving and it's dangerous. Uh, You mentioned the statistics, uh, uh, Daniel, the in Florida across the nation every year, Over 3,000 people die as a result of distracted driving, and almost half a million people are seriously injured. Uh, So that's an epidemic, and it repeats every year. It's not like an epidemic that comes and we hope we're able to defeat it the way we were able to do with polio. Instead, it requires our involvement uh, in avoiding distracted driving. Uh, There are uh, some obvious things about distracted driving. If you pick up the phone, you've taken your hand off the wheel. If you look at the phone, uh, you've taken your eyes off the road. So that's manual distraction. That's visual distraction. But the main thing that I want to talk about today is the fact that there's a third way to be distracted. And it's not so obvious. It's brain distraction. The fact that when somebody calls you on the phone or somebody sends you a written message, you're then concentrating on that you're not concentrating on driving. And you put yourself at risk. Anybody in your car that you care about, you put at risk. And anybody on the roadway around you, you put at risk. And there is brain science to show um, why that is. When the brain is concentrating on responding to what somebody else has said, it takes away the aspects of the brain that are involved in making the decisions that you need to make when you're driving a car. People don't realize the work that their brain does while they're driving. It pays attention to the cars that are off to the left in front of them, the ones that they just passed, things that they need to know and remember in an instant when something uh, goes wrong on the highway so we can avoid mistakes. And uh, we we show often uh, the kinds of uh, examples. We've got a truck driver who is driving with his knees and. Um, filling out a form, it's old style distracted driving. He's not doing what we're doing, using these phones. You know, um, they uh, they don't call them cell phones for nothing. And uh, when we talk about texting, yes, it has been made an offense now in Florida as it should be, but people don't realize that all across America, When someone dies as a result of somebody making a text in a car, people are being prosecuted for manslaughter, criminally prosecuted because of a death that occurs on the highway because they were involved in texting. And the likelihood is, as time goes and more and more is understood about this, that's going to happen just from speaking on the phone, even hands free. That's the thing to realize. It's not just a handheld phone, it is being on the phone, talking to somebody who is miles away, who has no idea what's going on in the traffic around you. And so we want to encourage not just teenagers, but all adults. And one way that we've been able to reach adults is by going to businesses and saying, you need to have a policy in place. Uh, And if you have that policy in place and you make it so that your employees cannot Uh, be using these devices when they are on the job. That reaches a lot of people. And so it's one of the reasons why we're glad that uh, the Duval uh, County Democratic Executive Committee is having a a podcast like this so that we can reach many, many more people uh, in an effort to try to avoid these problems. This problem has become so common that the accident report that an officer fills out when they make a traffic stop uh, as a result of one of these situations, requires them to fill out a form that says whether the person was distracted and whether that played a role in the accident. So we recommend uh, that uh, companies put policies in place and we recommend that everybody in in a country whose motto it is, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that we not be prisoners of these devices. We can protect against those kinds of accidents if we only take the time to say, look, I don't need to have this phone on. <laughs> I can wait until I, till I get someplace safely, then I can answer the, the, the text or respond to the call. Uh, the truth of the matter is, this is something we can all do something about, but it requires us to think about the fact that we must protect those around us we must protect those who are innocent because we have been selfish about using these devices. It's something we can all do. We can, we can beat this uh, epidemic, but it's going to take concentration, the same way we've tried to concentrate on defeating COVID, the same way we beat polio. Those kinds of things we can do, and that's the reason that we wanted to make the point that one text or call can wreck it all. So, Dan, I'll be glad to answer any questions that you might have.
0: And and that, it it tees up a question that I immediately have. Um, I was looking at the the dashboard that uh, the Florida uh, Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles um, has set up to to really bring awareness to this issue. Uh, And you can even go down to the county level as to the number of uh, distracted driving cases that you see across the state. Um, two counties in particular that I, I noticed um, that have the highest rates across the state are, are Orange County and Hillsborough. And you also have um, Broward and Miami-Dade that are hot spots as well. Um, in your practice, have you seen any kind of correlation as to why we're seeing such a concentration of these types of cases in those areas? or? Um, is it just the nature of uh, densely populated metropolitan cities?
2: Well, I think it probably—I I it probably is just the number of vehicles that are on the highway. Just think of yourself uh, out here on on 95 or on 10 or on 295, or especially when you're going through Orlando on on I-4, and there's there are cars all around you. You cannot afford to give a split second of attention to anything else except what is going on. Um, uh, with those cars, because if you do realize a car going 60 miles an hour is, is going 88 feet a second. In in four seconds, you've gone further than the length of a football field, if your mind is someplace else. And we all know of the situation where we've been on a car, and then if somebody were to ask you, well, uh, what vehicles were around you, you would not remember. You would not think about that. you that you could be following along. There could be a, a, a tractor trailer uh, carrying a herd of elephants and you would not e- you would not even realize that that's what you saw because you're focused on the call that you're uh, with uh, on with somebody from miles away. So I think it is really just there's so many cars, so many things that can go wrong that require you complete attention. Driving a vehicle is, We we kind of feel like well I know how to do that but nobody in fact I'll tell you there's not a school in the world that will teach you how to use your phone safely while driving because it can't be done.
1: Well, and Daniel, oh Daniel, so um, Duval actually I'm looking at the um, Highway Safety. I pulled this before, and this is something that your um, listeners. Um, certainly want to pay attention to. You name some of the larger counties, but Duval is also part of the county of over um, 200 population, over 200,000. And we are in the top 10. Actually, we're number six in the top 10 of uh, distracted uh, driving um, incidences. Um, in the in this state so and that's a pretty big number to be in the top 10 compared to some of the larger counties and let me if I can um, trigger uh, Wayne real quick Daniel because this is a Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's good to be talking and listening but there is also a a visual presentation um, that he does and that I've done too but one of the things that you don't really need to see but if you if you're not driving and you close your eyes and think about what um, Wayne will say, and Wayne? Can you talk about the um, the slide that's that shows if you know if you're taking your eyes off the road for 20 seconds or something like that? It's like driving the distance of the football field or yeah, something like exact,
2: that. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> the point. Uh, the average text, for example, takes about four seconds. So you've gone from end zone to end zone without knowing anything at, a, at all about what you're doing in that vehicle. The car is basically driving itself except it's not intended to drive itself that's your job uh, so that's the problem uh with any inattention and we this is a voluntary thing look you your phone these days is supposed to tell people that i'm driving don't don't uh, you know i'm not going to respond you can also tape a message i often do that on my phone and it says i'm i'm sorry i don't use my phone when i'm driving because it's dangerous and I may be driving now, so please leave a message. That way you have a complete excuse not to be responding at that moment to that person who's called you. And it tells them that you, if they care about you, uh, then they're glad that you're being safe. I can't tell you the number of people who have complimented the fact that that message is there because it it resonates with them. They realize, and maybe
0: it changes their behavior too. Thanks, Jane. I think that's a great example. And it leads um, to a tunnel vision question that I have, because I don't think a, all of us at one point or another have that experience where we look down because we get an alert on our phone and we have that 20-minute pause where you look up and you have no idea how far you've gotten. That's exactly. 20 seconds. Um,
1: 20 seconds. 20 awesome. seconds.
0: And, and <laughs> there
2: you are. If, if your brain is there, it is not where it's supposed to be.
0: Agreed. So uh, one good thing that I've seen, and you've seen this kind of response from the automotive industry, uh, is them building technologies to ensure that drivers are not as distracted as they once were. So you have companies adding uh, adaptive cruise control or auto braking or lane assist. Uh, Do these types of advances help us avoid these tragic um, casualties that we see on a daily basis?
2: Well, they're, they're certainly intended to do that. The problem is, uh, at the very same time that they're doing all of that, they're increasing the size of the screen that they put in the dashboard <laughs> for you to be looking at. Uh, and <laughs> One receive,
0: step forward, two steps back. <laughs> and to,
2: receive a call on and to receive a text. Yeah, they're, they're really uh, conflicted about the topic. <laughs> the other thing is, of course, I have some of those in the in the car that I have. But I'm never quite sure that it's going to do what it's supposed to do. You know, you have to turn it on or turn it off, and if you forget to turn it on, then it's not helping you at all. For example, the the one that gives you the ability to um, have your car go the same speed as the car in front of you. So, uh, I'd say it's um, huh. sort of like uh, what's the what's the old political phrase? Trust but verify. <laughs> uh, you know, yes. I'd rather verify it by being pay, paying attention to what my car is doing, and I can't do that if I'm on the call with somebody else or looking at a big screen that the manufacturer has put there in front of me.
0: And so, I appreciate that, and, and, and you're right. I think a lot of times, uh, when uh, we buy cars or people buy cars, they get a false sense of security because they have all of the safety features that are tagged onto it. So it almost gives people license to essentially act more recklessly.
2: Um, until until they perfect dri- uh, the driverless car. <laughs> the auto- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and,
2: and, it, and the problem is there are a lot of other cars on the road around you, uh, you know, so it's gonna take a long, long time before we are able to mm-hmm. take our eyes off the road or take our brains off the task of driving. We're not okay. there yet. And it's gonna be a long time before we are.
0: So to close it out, yeah, no, no. To close it out, uh, from your perspective um, as a citizen um, and someone that's actively involved in campaigning on this issue, uh, how do we how do we address this outside of advocacy? Um, maybe it's legislative legislation, maybe it's administrative rules. How do we bring down these cases of of, of reckless driving to to make our roads more safe? Well,
2: my, my own view is that this is like uh, seat belts and Audrey and I have talked about this in the past. Uh, it starts uh, with a little tap on the wrist, uh, the, which is the way it started with uh, texting and that sort of thing. Remember, it used to be a, a lap belt and then it was, a, then it was the, the harness, uh, the three-point harness in the car. The legislature, in my view, needs to go ahead and realize that it is the most dangerous thing you can do in a car there's two things one be intoxicated to the point that you can't really control the car properly or know what you're doing two being distracted in such a way that you can't control the part the car in the way that you should and uh, the legislature just as it's done with alcohol can do the same thing with distracted driving and say that's not the place to use these devices you know, the uh, the band, uh, the Eagles, they have that uh, Hotel California <laughs> and here they have where the line is, uh, we're all just prisoners here of our own device. You hmm. should avoid that. There's no reason to be a prisoner
0: of our own device. Well, we'll just have to see if that tap on the shoulder is going to help dissuade people from acting. But uh, as we know, a lot of times people have to um, have to be affected by something like this, have to see a casualty on, on the side of the road. I think that adage about Floridians always having a rubber neck yeah. <laughs> whenever they're driving on the highway. Yeah, we um, should, uh, it'd be a shame if it takes a tragedy in our uh, own lives or,
2: or a, a criminal prosecution uh, to tell us, you know, you did a bad thing. We should think about it ahead of time.
1: Um, I would think most people would think there's, there's, there's living is great and enjoying, enjoying the right. sun and the rain and all of those things and time with family is, is something to look forward to. And the minute, the minute you uh, lose sight of that and decide that the cell phone is your boss um, and your ruler and your maker, you got a problem. And I would love one day to sit with you and Wayne. And I'm going to hush to even just watching, like on Bay Street. It's amazing if you sit at a traffic light long yeah. enough, or if you're walking on the mm-hmm. sidewalk long enough, at least four people are going to pass you with the phone in front of the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Tell, How is stupid
1: any, is that?
2: Is there any more uncomfortable feeling than being stopped <laughs> at a light and in the rearview mirror you see somebody looking at their phone as they're coming up behind
0: you? Yeah, or they've mastered the ability to hold up their phone next to their steering wheel so that way they can text while still giving the semblance that they're driving. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: there's, there's a lot of learning to do and people simply need to look out for number one and that is don't use these devices when you're in the car
0: well wayne i just want to thank you for for coming out and speaking on this issue uh, it's Question. definitely something that needs uh all the visibility in the world uh every life matters uh and your life matters more than that that text message or that tiktok video that you're looking at That's about right. the stop sign yep uh-huh. so i i appreciate your advocacy on this issue and thank and you, thank and you for joining
2: us to- and I'm glad to participate in this. Any, if you want to do it another time, at sometime in the future, and we can bring new evidence and new statistics, we're glad to do that. Audrey, thank you very much for all the work that you've done on this as well.
0: You're very welcome. You're thank
1: you, Daniel.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. And if you want to listen to more episodes of our podcast, you can go to duvaldimsorg slash podcast. We are on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Duval Dems Podcast.